What is up, y'all? Welcome to the 5Q5K. I'm your host, Josh Williams. The goal of this podcast is to create a safe and welcoming environment for you to learn and begin to embrace what I've come to know as an actively improving lifestyle. We hope you're able to get out there and get active while you join in on our conversation. That being said, let's get to it. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the 5Q5K. Here today with Zach Strauss. How are you doing, Zach? Jay Will, I'm doing great. We did it. We're in the lab. We pulled it off. <laughs> We've made it in the lab, man. There we go. I know I've been, I've had some stints on the injured reserve that pushed this back, but happy to be in the lab with you. Happy to be sitting down talking and we're going to be running today too. So how you been, man? Dude, doing well, doing well. Just uh, been, been running, been grinding on Strava and uh, yeah, just having some fun with it. There nothing, you go, man. Crazy. If not you, then who, man? Well, exactly. Give us, give us a little bit of Give us the window into Zach. Give us your background. Kind of tell us what you've been up to, what athletics has looked like for you, and kind of where you've been. Yeah, so I'm I'm a baseball guy by trade. Like, grew up playing it. Um, I was, like, too short to play basketball, too slow for anything else. But I had some okay hand-eye coordination. And so, like, by default, you just get funneled into baseball. And so... I mean, you know this, like there isn't a ton of running in baseball. So usually if you're running more than like 270 feet, like something's gone really wrong, whether fair, it's like fair. running down a ball in the outfield or running the bases, like running, we saw it as just like a punishment. Okay. And that was just kind of the stigma behind it. And yeah. like my view towards it until like the last six months. Okay. Um, so this kind of new evolution into running, like. My whole family is shocked. Really? Yes. Okay. Like it's, it's awesome. Like my mom's on Strava now. And at first she's like, there's no way you're, you're doing this. Like you're really? crazy. And, okay. You know, now she's on the wave too. Okay. So, so the whole family was like kind of fearful of running prior to you getting into it. Is that? No. So my, they were more surprised that like I got into it. Oh, um, okay. Okay. My bad. My bad. So my mom was, was the runner. Like she would always do like the five K's and like drag us out to, those and like she and Sydney would run and like my dad and I was kind of like walk in the back just like hey we're doing this because like we're family men and like okay. we just do it to keep the unit happy there you go fair um, <laughs> but yeah we were never big runners growing up okay so so baseball started was it like the early days of t-ball or like how early did you start I think the family story goes is that like I could hit off a tee before like I could walk and that's not a flex that's more of just like <laughs> I'm uncoordinated um but like my dad my dad played in Toronto like some of my best memories are like going to Braves games growing up. I'm from outside of Atlanta originally. And um, yeah, I mean, we were just a baseball family through and through. Nice. Okay. So, so that was the, it was just the, what you knew, what you knew you were good at. And then later this transition kind of into running. How did you, how did you make that? Like, was it just the Strava got you into or give, give us the origin story? No. So um, it actually, honestly, it happened on accident. There's a group of people that wanted to do, it was this past July doing the, the Mambo Miles 5K. Okay. I was like, that sounds great. Like I'm a, I'm a big people person. I'm a relational person at heart. So I was like, sure, I'll go down there. Um, and that's like, it's the Cantina Laredo 5K. Like, yeah, the Mikosina. You like literally start at Clyde Warren Park, do a lap around the Mikosina. My bad, my bad. No, you're good. You're good. No, like I, so a funny Cantina Laredo story, completely off topic. I worked at Canacook for a couple of summers and okay. in Branson Landing, which is kind of like the, new part of Branson. Like there's like hip Branson, cool Branson. And there's like what you think of when you think of Branson, both okay. sides equally awesome. Um, but I just assumed that like the Cantina Laredo there was like a one-off because we would always yeah, go yeah. there of like, 
anybody had a birthday, anybody had a two, four. And then they opened one up in like Carrollton or like yeah, Addison. Yeah. I was shocked. I was like, this only happens in Branson. Like <laughs> how'd they get like from an outpost there to here in Dallas? And I went on the website and there's like nine locations. <laughs> so I just completely like removed the curtain from me from Cantina Laredo. See, I think I haven't done like when I found out that I couldn't really tolerate milk or cheese anymore, most Mexican foods kind of, Mexican foods kind of off the table for me uh-huh. at this point. So like, I think in my head, I'm like, ah, me casino container, same tomato, tomato. But oh yeah. I need, I need the, get me right. So it was the me casino, Mambo miles, downtown Dallas. Correct? Yes. Okay. And then I, I was under the assumption you had to register to be down there. So I yeah. did it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, one of my friends was like, no, you signed up to run. Like you have a bib and everything. I was like, okay, okay well, like, Oh, so you thought you were like spectating? Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I was like, well, all right. Well, I guess I, I have to run now. Um, and like, I literally like call mom and I was like, how do I do this? So <laughs> um, I get a couch to 5k. She was like, just super kind about all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was like, you idiot son. Um, <laughs> get the couch to 5k app where it's like five minutes warm up, a minute 30 running, four minutes walking and then you just like ease your way into it for sure that's and how i started man that was my origin story and here we are yeah there here we, we are. are yeah <laughs> it, there's there's gonna be a uh, part of the end of the show where you want advice first step you can do is download couch to 5k like it's 20 minutes you actually run for like four of them and you vibe for the next like 16 and it helps um, out man it, it gets you like mentally over the okay i'm doing this for a little bit not like crap, I got to go out and do this forever. You know? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, if I want to get to this certain point, let me start with like a benchmark baseline. Like, let me just run a 5k and strike one. I ran them in all birds. So like my shins were howling to the moon. Oh dude. Um, strike two was that I did it at like 1230, one o'clock in the afternoon and like the middle of May where oh, it was man. already like hundred degrees. And right. I did it on a super busy road. I think it was going down Skillman. Okay. And so there's cars like whizzing by you left, right, and center. And I was like, this is awful. You're just playing Frogger and Allbirds out here. Just literally running through it. Literally. (laughs) And like I hadn't conditioned, hadn't anything. And dude, I was just in pain. Like it took me 32 minutes to run like two miles. Hey, you got it done though. You got it done though. I did. I did. Um, But from there, just um, kept doing it. I was like, all right, we'll have to run three days a week. Fine. Um, and they change it for you. Like it's a very set program. And I really didn't start enjoying it till probably like beginning to middle of July. Okay. Um, so towards the end of the program. Yeah. Towards okay. the end of it, like probably the last three weeks of running. Um, and then I actually moved up here. So I used to live like right around Greenville and then I moved up to the suburbs of, of Northwest Dallas. Um, and then from there, it's like, there's all this space to run. Um, one of my roommates, good buddies, um, former guest, Chris, yes, Coyne, Chris Coyne himself. <laughs> uh, got me, got me like really into running and, you know, made the idea of continuing to run after the race ended. It didn't seem like that outlandish. Okay. Um, and then like the first weekend, a couple people were talking about like, Hey, we should just have people here to run. I was like, okay, that's fine. And it was, this is actually the story, the origin story of Northwest Dallas Run Club. Okay, hey. Is, it actually kind of started as a bunch of people kind of played chicken with each other with the thought of getting people together to run. So I was like, sure, like I'll do it, thinking that nothing's going to come out of it. I give them my word because I will show up, but this like this won't happen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we all have the same thoughts. So like the one Thursday morning at 6 a.m., like 12 people show up. Yeah. I was like, this is insane. So this is popping, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't think we could do this. Yeah. Um, so then originally like NWDRC or just run club, mm-hmm. um, I saw it as just like, these are my people. I love them dearly. I hate running. I want to go be with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it means I have to run at 6 a.m. on a Thursday, fine. Like I've, I've, I've done, not, not done worse things, but like I've gone to places <laughs> that are more boring to like be with people that I love. And then um, middle of August ended up getting laid off from my job kind of out of nowhere. And so I was like, wow, I have nothing but time now. From there, it was like, okay, well, now I can really get into running where I don't have to come back after work where it's 125 degrees outside. Yeah, dude. Oh my um, gosh. So I started running in the afternoon, started seeing distances get longer, time gets shorter. There we go. Um, and a lot of my good friends also like are big runners. So another guy, another former 5Q, 5K guy, Drew Baxley. There we go. Um, little disclaimer, a little bit of a dork at heart. Um, and Drew just like, is like, okay, you're a dork too. Like, let me feed you all this information. <laughs> and so we get to dork out about that um, there you you know, go. to and fro. So I've really enjoyed that component as well. But dude, overall, like running's great. I never there thought go, I'd man. be saying this, like yeah. looking back six months, but it's awesome. Like I signed up for a half marathon end of February. Cal Let's Town. go. Let's go. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm shooting for sub two. So I may listen to this whenever it comes out and think like sub two, like think bigger. Or think like sub two, like you idiot, like you're not even close. Um, hey, or just sub two, like, hey, that's a great accomplishment. Yeah. Maybe you'll think hey, that, somewhere, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, the middle. yeah. So good, positive vibes, good thoughts. There you go. Um, but yeah, I hope that, that answers the question, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that'll be awesome, dude. I think, well, I think too, like with the going back to the um, couch to 5K, for me too, like when I started, like I remember like the first couple of weeks, I was like, man, this kind of sucks. Like this is not enjoyable because it's like they'll have you like, run a minute, walk five, run a minute, walk five kind of thing. And for the first little bit, you're kind of like, I feel like I could do more than this. Like, this is like, I feel like this is way too easy for me, but I kind of think when you're just starting out, like that's like a good baseline to start with. Like I'm, I'm reading this book right now that they're talking about like basically how you set habits and how you build habits. And it's basically like, you want to build that habit a lot smaller than what you think you can do so that you don't like gas out. And I think the the, the couch to 5k method gives you like a really good, like the percentage of gas out is like very low. So I think that's like a good way to like kind of get on the roller coaster. Would you, would you agree with that? Or is that kind of your experience? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Like it's almost like the thought of like giving like a six month old child, like a steak, of course, like they're not going to be able to do it, but like, there's going to be a day soon where they can. So like you start them with baby food. And so in the same way, it's like, if you're starting from scratch with something you've never done before, like, of course you're going to want it, want it to be like as simple as possible, as easy as possible. Then you work your way up to, you know, I don't even know what the running version of a steak would be, maybe a full (laughs) marathon, but it's the thought of like, you start with the end in mind, but you don't start at the end. For sure. With the couch to 5k, like that was so helpful where it's like, okay, I got to run like five minutes today. And now like, even yesterday had, you know, 45 minute hour long run at like an 850 pace. There we which, go. You know, I wouldn't have been able to do that by any means when I started. So it's just process of like gradually building up to get there. There you go, man. And it's it's winter now too. So you're not having to deal with those like 125 death degree days, you know? <laughs> yes. Like we, so we had a, a guy also 
um, at Run Club, uh, our, our lay running elder, Randy, like he was praying and he said, thank you for this cold weather. And like, I thought he had lost his mind. Like <laughs> as, a, as a baseball guy, like I'm used to the, to the, the heat and like, that's what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like I'm, you know, it's 40 degrees. Like I'm cold. Like, <laughs> you know, thank you that I'm alive, but like I'm alive in the cold. You said, why are you praying for this man? Come exactly. On. I was like, Randy, please. Like you got some, like you got some weight, like you can throw your weight around here. Like make this warmer. <laughs> Um, but it turns out, yeah, it's a lot easier to run in the cold. Like the, like even this past Saturday waking up, it's like 45, 50 degrees. So you throw on a long sleeve shirt and you can just kind of keep going back and forth till you get bored. It ain't bad at all, man. Like it it feels good. Like that's like, I'm sitting here right now, long sleeve shirt and shorts. And I'm like, this is ideal. Like I've got a buddy, another, another 5Q5K alum, Cody Soto. He he says Mm. his ideal running like outfit is the long sleeve and shorts. And I'm like. I'm kind of with you, Cody. I'm, I'm with the, I'm with the vibes. Okay. I'm rocking. You know? I'm rocking with that. Well, um, I also want to ask you kind of like going back to like, going back to baseball, you mentioned again, like baseball, you're, you're familiar with working out in the heat and you're familiar with kind of what that grind is, is, are you able to kind of like scratch the same itch through running or is it different? Do you miss aspects of baseball that you don't get into running or like kind of, kind of give me the, I don't know. Compare compare the apple with the orange here mm, for me. Mm. I miss the camaraderie component for sure. Um, like that's something that with running, you definitely can get it places. But for me, like I'm very much a, a put in my earbuds and just take off. Like some of my closest friends are baseball guys. Um, you know, there's, there's nothing like sharing a dugout and, you know, you've got the 8 a.m. slate and you're getting to the ballpark at like 6.30 in the morning Ooh. or you're, you got, you know, a, a 4 o'clock and a 6.15 back-to-back and you're just all just kind of hanging out, scrambling to get to the concession stands, things like that. So I miss that part. Um, one thing that I really, that I don't miss about it, and I think this has everything to do with just um, the Lord making me a new creation is um, before I knew who the real God was. Um the God that I like serving, like the God that I did serve was the God of success. Okay. And baseball was my favorite way of doing that. Okay. So through that, everything to me was do or die in the sense of like, this is me at the altar. Like I want to succeed. Like I naturally love the game. Yeah. But there's also this other side of just wanting to win for the sake of winning. Um, It's like the Jekyll and Hyde scenario, right? mm -hmm, Exactly. And so, you know, I think that's just all the Lord just making me a new creation and just showing me that the, you know, real one true God is, is a heck of a lot kinder than the God of success. So, you know, I miss the game, miss the guys, but definitely don't miss like, you know, the chokehold that it had on my life and just kind of everything else that revolved around it. That's fair. I mean, well, I guess through running you, you mentioned like, even if it's getting up at 6am, you still got the crew that you can get up with 6am. And I mean, like, maybe you won't be going like going to the park or like you said at 6 30 or like six to get ready for a game. But like you can, Hey, you can still go with the crew at 6 AM and go for a run, you know? Yeah. No, that's, that, a, that's a super good point there. Yeah. I don't know. I know the camaraderie aspect's different. Like, I don't know. I've, I've never been, I never played baseball. Mm-hmm. So I never knew that, I guess the, the dugout vibe, like it looks cool on TV. Like, you know, like when there, when somebody hits, like just cranks it and then everybody's like, banging on the on the wall and stuff i mean it looks cool you know oh yeah <laughs> no no nothing nothing beats it it's, it's america's pastime the reason why it's that and nothing else there you go how'd you feel with the rangers winning was it were you pretty pumped um so were you a Rays guy 
Well, I'm a Braves guy, but I became a Rangers fan this year. Um, okay. So two, you know, a couple Northwest Dallas Run Club, you know, recurring members, yeah, a recurring yeah. cast crew. They are like, they love the Rangers. Okay. I accidentally kind of put put my foot in my mouth during, uh, I think it was, was it game five or game six that they clinched? Whichever one it was. Yeah. When I think oh, against the D-backs, yes, it was five. They get to strike two on the last hitter. Um, and I made just the brutal, brutal mistake of saying, all right, guys, they're one strike away. And oh, man. <laughs> I just lost the entire room. They remember the Cardinals, man. <laughs> I know well, that, that's just that's just me. You know, you know, I'm, I'm not a perfect person, um, <laughs> but this is just me being, you know, year one, a Rangers fan. But it was awesome. Like I've never been to a, a per, you know a championship parade before. Um, when the Braves won it in twenty one, I was like here in Dallas and, and couldn't get out there. So okay. to experience that, I saw like twenty five upside down Dallas hats. Like it was, <laughs> it was awesome. You know, definitely felt the uh, the Metroplex. But um, yeah, grew up grew up a Braves fan. Um, those are still hometown team and, um, yeah, hopefully year two of being a Rangers fan goes just as good as year one. There you go, man. Hey, well, I think there were, there were a lot of players that came off for year one. So it's your, it's your Max Scherzer year. It's your, uh, Jacob deGrom year. You know, you were all, you're all integral additions to the world series. Right. right. So I thank you for your, for of your course. service. The man. amount of people that haven't said thank you for the world series is insane. Like, Hey, well, People, I'll be the first. I'll be the thank first. You. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's hey, super course. kind of you. I appreciate. I feel really seen in that, and I appreciate that. Hey, I got you. No worries, man. Well, so you mentioned you mentioned like going early to go to the concessions for games. Would y'all were y'all just like pounding hot dogs before games, or like how does that how does that go? Dude, sometimes it'd be hot dogs, but like that's roulette. Really? Like, some, like sometimes they would like it would be some like retired grandpa that like he lives for this to go like run the grill at okay. King sessions. And sometimes it just like, you drop the hot dog and it would bounce. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Man. So, Oof. you know, it's one of those, you kind of, you scout out what the situation is and then you kind of work from there. For me, I was always, I didn't like eating like a big meal between games. I wouldn't be able to do it. Like a hot dog don't sit heavy. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I, and I wasn't like, I'm not big enough to play corner infield, corner outfield. So it's like, I, I have to cover a lot of ground. Like <laughs> it may take me a while to cover that ground, but I still have to go do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was mainly just like something salty, like get some fluids in and then, you know, hopefully roll from there. Dude, that's because how many games did y'all play a day? Like y'all do double headers, I guess, or uh, ever, long, ever more than that? It, it depends. So like more times than not, you'd have two on Saturday. Sometimes into the summer, you'd have like one on Friday and then one on Saturday. And then sometimes for week long tournaments, you'd play like six and five days. Jeez, dude. So, well, and then also um, the facility that we usually play at, it's a place called Lake Point, like probably an hour from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. so and they would play from like 8 a.m like you have first pitches like 10 p.m sometimes jeez so you the, just the west coast guys were getting to getting to watch those right? oh my gosh dude, some, <laughs> dude the west coast guy like they have those guys flying too for like these oh, big tournaments jeez man so i can't imagine managing all that and then also a time change where it's like first pitches at 8 a.m and you've got like some some gbg team and it's like their body says it's five o'clock it's yeah like, I, I couldn't imagine like i lived an hour away and I got yeah. super lucky with that. Dude. Well, I, I want to hear once you do Cal, the Cowtown half in February, you got to mm-hmm. let me know what's tougher, 
doing a double header or doing the half marathon? Let me know. Let me know. Give me the comparison. I th- I, honestly, I think the double header is going to be harder. And the reason why is because I didn't really do pre-workout. Oh, back then. okay. So you weren't, you weren't charged up. Yes. No, like that's, that's one of like, I have a couple psychotic things about my, like my running habits. Yeah. And one of them is that like, I have to have pre-workout before I go on a run. Really? Okay. Yes. Is and that, is that like healthy for you or is that? I mean, it's what is it? Galatians 220 <laughs> that it's like to live as Christ and to die as gain. So it's one of those things that I'm either going to be just hammering PRs or I get to go be with the Lord. Oh, so okay, it, it feels like a win-win in, in my mind. I thought you were going to tell me that Jesus used pre-workout. And I was like, I didn't know pre-workout existed back in the day, but hey, I don't know. I'll take it, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, there's that visual in my head of like Jesus like hammering some pre-workout before he goes and yeah. like pulls off a miracle or like berates Peter or something. <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to be honest, I'm a little distracted with that right now. <laughs> you got to have some Advocare spark if you want to feed the 5,000, right? That's that's all I heard, right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, right? <laughs> That's so true. That's such a good point. So hit me with, so if, if the pre-workout before is one of you, you said you had multiple psychotic habits. Give me the, do you, do you have any others or is there a Mount Rushmore or is there, how many are there? I don't, so here's the thing is that I think these things are perfectly like effective. Oh yeah. Well for, so, for me, I definitely have like psychotic habits too, but for me, I'm like, oh, these make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, it's more of like, I've been told they're crazy. Okay. I think they're normal. I think they're fine because they're effective. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one is for music. Like, I can't do Spotify. Like, I'll try to do podcasts if I want to do, like, a zone two run. Okay. But this is actually a, a great hack. I think I've shared this like, one other person. And oh. I'm going to share it with the rest of the world. Well, there you go. Um, on SoundCloud, uh-huh. um, if you type in, like, hockey warm-up, you'll get, like, these 10 to 12-minute mixes ah. where it's just, like, very high tempo, very, like, Okay. Music is going as loud and as fast as it can. And so for my runs, what I'll do is I'll just cue three or four of those. Yeah. And then just take off. Okay. And, and it gets the people, you already got the pre-workout flowing through the veins. You're good to go. It's yeah. Like everything is going full tilt everywhere all at once. <laughs> it's a gr- it's great. Like I love it. And it gets like all that anxiety and just like built up energy out of the way. Yeah. But as I'm saying it out loud and broadcasting to the rest of the world, it makes me wonder if I need to do a little like spiritual peek under the hood and see if there's <laughs> something to talk about there. Hey, no, I, I like it, man. If it, if it gets you going, like I, th- I think everybody has different habits that people are like, wow, why do you do that? But it's like, hey, we're all weirdos at heart, man. Every every pond has an odd duck. So you can be the odd duck of your pond, man. Yes, you know? normal, normal's boring. Normal's yeah, you, boring. You, gotta, you gotta embrace those odd, those odd habits. Like I think for me, like I, one- one that I had for a while was that I didn't like people will look at me like it'll be like a hot summer day. I don't like carrying water with me. I just don't like it. Like it, it, it is on one hand and it like weighs the one hand down. It's like, I, I'd rather hold two if I had it, but I only have one. So I just don't even carry water. And I just go, okay, I'm just going to run on a trail where there's water fountains if I need it, or I'll do laps to my car. But I heard from a couple of people this summer that they were like, that's like serial killer, psychotic. Like, why would you do that? I'm like, I don't like holding it, you know, but that, I don't that know. Feels, that feels efficient where it's like, if I don't have to carry this, yeah, yeah. then why would I run with more weight than I need to? And I can right? deliberately set up a place where I can go get the same outcome of like being hydrated. But right? I don't have to, I no play, so hey, play on, play on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you're, you're a finance guy. So you're thinking of like the, the, the energy finance. Like I'm not wasting little bits of of energy by holding this water thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's That's like, wise, it's all right? about the margins where it's like, if I don't have to worry about 
this energy expenditure in one place. I can put it towards somewhere else where it's like, maybe, you know, I won't, maybe I'll bonk like a half mile further, but still an extra yeah. half mile that I can like get after and stay after it. Hey, somebody, somebody gets it. We're, we're both odd ducks in the same thank pond you, and I appreciate it's it. Kindred spirit. I appreciate you. There you go. There you go. Well, um, wanted to ask you, so you are the, I'm going to proclaim it. I don't know if it's self-proclaimed too, but you are the, the Josh Williams proclaimed Monet, the whatever artist you want to, are you, you could be the Vincent Van Gogh of Strava art, which whatever artist you want. <laughs> I think you are the, the kingpin of Strava art. So talk people through what Strava art is and how you got started to maybe walk us through your favorite piece or your first piece. Um, the favorite one comes to mind really quickly. So I'll, I'll go with that. Basically Strava art is, uh, when somebody runs a route in a specific pattern that, that makes a picture, I have no idea how I got into it. I, I may have just left a comment where it's like, bro, bro ran, you know, a fish or yeah. something like that. Um, but my favorite piece and that was because it just took like two or three steps to get to the place. But it's like I saw the picture on Strava immediately uh-huh. and then knew immediately what this was. Okay. And then it became like this gap analysis of here is where here's where this picture ends. I'm at nothing. How do I like bridge the gap? Yeah. yeah. And so I think it was like bro ran Pennsylvania flipped over the Y axis. A very, a very okay. intricate design um dude now i'm having to you're doing like 40 math with these that's you have the art artist's eye that i don't i don't think i could even comprehend oh that's not even you know one of my one of my good friends a big uh, a friend of the house um i went on a random walk it was like one of my first like post unemployment walks and she said bro ran spongebob flipped with a big nose yeah. Or it's something outlandish. And then I looked at it again. <laughs> it's like, this is exactly it. You said this is so, uncanny. It's I, the I, resemblance. Yeah. Like I, I texted her. I was like, this is amazing. Like, turn me up. This is awesome. I love this. <laughs> I think one that you hit me with that it was like, I did. I honestly, like I went and I did like a partial loop and then I hadn't eaten anything that day. So I had to like hit it that time out. And I ended uh-huh. up just like cutting it at the end of that little half of the loop. But it looked like. I think you said like bro ran the UCF logo and I was like, you know what? And I had to go, I had to go on Google and I looked up the UCF logo and I was like, he's on to something. You hey, know what? Hey, he's on to something, man. Charge on, charge on. <laughs> there Amer- you go. <laughs> a- AAC alum will always support AAC alum. Hey, there you go. There you go. Well, I, th- I think it's, it's fun too. Cause I mean, like it gives you like something to kind of talk with your friends about or like maybe even think through, like, I don't know, were you, were you a, were you an Etch-a-Sketch kid? Like, did you have an Etch-a-Sketch? Because maybe that was the origin of... Dude, you- I can... Dude, I'm, I have... So, a visual for the for everybody listening is that I have the back of a wedding invite that I went to a year ago. And I'm just going to show you deliberately that I cannot draw a straight line. Okay. So, for me, Etch-a-Sketches were always an adventure because I just couldn't draw anything. Yeah, and yeah. It just gets super frustrating. So, I would just kind of, like, let my sister play with that. And okay. then, you know, I just kind of sit and stew that I couldn't draw a straight line. Hey, well, then you said my etch a sketch is, is the world. Yes, Strava. that's there exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> I like seeing that creativity. I think that creativity, like it gives everybody something to be excited about. And it kind of makes people look at their runs like differently or like with a little bit of a little bit of wonder. So I, I thank you for bringing that wonder and, and joy to the Strava community, man. Dude, of course. Dude, the funny thing about all this is, is that I run one route. 
Yeah. Like if you look at all of my Strava posts, it is the exact same thing every single time. You're a big squiggle guy, aren't you? I well, the, squ- is the squiggle the- is that's I want to take credit for the creativity, but it's that's just the path, and okay. just, I like running on the path. So like I'll literally go out of my house, turn left, walk till I get to the trail, go up and around a marsh, and then go all the way to UPS and then come back. There and if go. I want to stretch it out, I'll just do it again. Yeah. Okay. So I just, I appreciate everybody else's creativity when it comes to that. But just for me, it's like, I'm doing this. I'm going to focus on as few things as possible. And I'm just going to run there, run back, run there, run back. And if I really want to do it, I'll just run there, run back again. That's fair. But you have the eye, you have the eye for the people's art. So that, so anybody that you see, you can just see it immediately. Exactly. And it's, I appreciate that. It's not, it's not about me to begin with. It's about the people. There you go. Hey, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Well, for the people out there, I want to hear like, give me, so this is, this is, this is the part that you mentioned earlier. So it might already be the couch to 5k, but, mm-hmm. uh, give me, give me some other piece of advice beyond the couch to 5k that you would give to a beginner runner or give to Zach. Like you said, you said you started this running arc like six months ago. So flash back to that Zach six months ago. And if you could talk to him and go, Hey, this is some good advice. What, what would that advice be? Patience for sure. You can make this like a, oh, this day and age, like everything's instant gratification. But as it pertains to me specifically, that's something that I'm not perfect at in terms of like having expectations for myself where it's like, this shouldn't be hard. I can get this down. No Mm -hmm. problem. Just to be patient with it. Like it's going to take a while before you start to see returns. Um, Like for me, I'm a big analytics person at heart. And so for me, what I've been tracking, and I've heard that this is super inaccurate and I just don't care. It just shows that the number <laughs> keeps getting bigger and I keep getting more happy as it gets bigger. Okay. Um, but looking at like my VO2 levels where it was in like the mid thirties when I started. Mm-hmm. And so slowly but surely, like I've seen them creep up, but it doesn't there really happen overnight. You don't really see the impact of it until a couple months from now. So I would mm-hmm. definitely preach number one patience for sure. Like if you have a bad week, like that's, you're going to have a hard week. You're going to mm-hmm. have a hard second week. You're going to have a hard third week. And it's going to be continue to be difficult. But then once you like get to a place where you pause and you look back at the analytics and, and the charts of like what the last three or four months have looked like, you'll think like, my goodness, I've really come a long way, even though all you see are just one difficult step in front of the other. Like if you put those together, you'll have, you know, a much bigger body of work. So definitely say patience and then also just start really small. Like I know part of my running routine right now is like electrolytes in the morning, you know, eating, eating breakfast before run, stretching, things like that, where in the beginning, all I would do is just like take the pre-workout, listen to the crazy music and go. Okay. (laughs) Um, And those things just kind of came naturally as I wanted to look for the extra edge or the extra, like I want to go an extra couple of miles or I want to get into the sub nine minute world. Mm -hmm. Um, And you'll look for edges and you'll look for what are things and where are the margins that I can, you know, improve on. And those things will come naturally. But I think the biggest, the biggest two things are, are patience and start small and let, you know, let it grow organically and you'll be doing great. There you go, man. Like, like you said, with the patience, like it's not going to be easy at first, but you got to think through, Hey, if I go through this one, not easy week, then the next week is going to be a little bit easier because I've already handled this one difficult week. And, and even if the second week's difficult, then, okay, I'll be a little bit more prepared for the third week. So it's kind of, it's, I like what you're saying. It's like that cascading return that like, it's going to, it might be tough at first, but then it's going to get a little more return, a little more return. And then Mm -hmm. next thing you know, you're like, you said, six months later, you're looking back at the VO two max chart and you're like, you know what? We're going places, man. I like to see it. So 
there you go that's good advice even as i'm thinking about it right now like the the course that we're about to go run like Mm -hmm. that would that used to be my long run was from turning right Mm -hmm. at townsend going all the way down to that little butterfly garden and coming back yeah like i started running that more because so i wouldn't get gassed on thursday in front of all these people that i you know may want to impress allegedly um <laughs> and now i'm thinking about it, i was like when's the last time that i ran just that or just ran 3.3 yeah. so that was like two or three months ago so you know that's just an example that i'm thinking of that comes to mind off the bat but yeah 100 percent. like stick with it like i was there and everybody like runs for a different reason there's mm-hmm. this, this really cool quote i think it's by david bowie that says like you can sing one line of music out to thirty thousand people and 30,000 people can sing that exact same line back to you for 30,000 different reasons. And so I like that. in that same way, like running for me, like it was a sense of normalcy during unemployment. Now it's something to just kind of, you know, you know, clear the deck in terms of, of thoughts and, you know, just go spend some time with the Lord and for somebody else, maybe something entirely different. So definitely find what your reason is and, and get after it and go have a good time. I like it, man. Find that why and then. Go tear it up. I like it. There you go. Well, tell, tell everybody where we're going to go tear it up today. All right. So we're going to go tear up North Haven Trail. I'm going to do a quick little, uh, actually, it's the the Northwest, the NWDRC, our, our usual route. There we um, go. We'll, we'll start off at, at Royal Park. We'll run down. There's a little, you know, cute little butterfly garden with a bunch of flowers and stuff. It's really wholesome. You turn around, you come back, and we call it a day. There you go. Love to see it. Well, we hope y'all were able to get active while y'all were listening to this. Hopefully y'all were finding that why to go run. Maybe you were walking, maybe you're running, maybe you were doing something else, but whatever you're doing, hope you were finding that why to get active and continue to improve your health and continue to get better today. Uh, We thank y'all for listening. I want to thank Zach. Thanks for sitting down, man. It was a pleasure to get in the lab with you, man. I was was glad to get it done. You did it. This was awesome. This was awesome. Appreciate you thinking of me. Of course, dude. Thank you for being on. Wanted to say, if y'all have any questions for the show, uh, hit us up at 5q5kpod at gmail.com or at 5q5kpod on Instagram. If there's anybody that has questions, hopefully we can help you out. So uh, once again, I want to thank y'all for listening. Thanks, Zach, one more time. Let's go tear up this run, brother. Thank you, sir. Go ponies. There you go. We're, there power, you go. we're power three now. Big time. That's big time, man. <laughs> hey, well, thanks again, brother. <laughs>